Back in the Tuesday afternoon, I'm Jeff MacArthur. And after signing a deal with Nunavut, Ontario remains the lone holdout when it comes to signing a deal with the federal government for $10 a day daycare. Peter John Mitchell leads family research with the think tank Cardis and joins us now for more on this. Peter John, good afternoon. Appreciate your time. Hey, Jeff. Thanks for having me on. Okay, Ontario, as I just mentioned, now the only jurisdiction in the entire country that has not found its way to a deal with the federal government for $10 a day child care. Why? What's the holdup here? Well, I don't think there's any advantage for Ontario parents for the province to rush into a bad deal. And I think there are some some bad deals out there. In fact, uh, Nova Scotia is dealing with some issues right now with uh, some of the terms of their agreement and how that's going to disrupt uh, their child care sector. Uh, the provincial government has talked about their concern about uh, the amount of funding they're going to get and the sustainability of the funding. Uh, this is a five-year agreement, but obviously these kinds of programs are set up to to wrong, uh, long term. Uh, I think my personal concern would be uh, with the flexibility. How much flexibility is in this agreement? Uh, parents in Ontario use diverse forms of childcare, and uh, to what degree can that money be uh, spread around to to help uh, all families in Ontario with their childcare needs? Okay, when you say that there have been some bad deals signed out there, just exactly what are the pitfalls? What is it? Maybe you've outlined a couple of things there, but that Ontario really needs to be aware of. And when you talk about sustainability, I know that's something that the provincial government has cited, the fact that they're looking for something a little longer than just this five-year commitment, because their question is, after that, then what, right? Yeah, sure. And we've done our own costing assessment at Cardis, and we found that uh, uh, that it's quite expensive. We think that the federal government's underestimated the cost, and these costs will probably grow over time. That seems very likely. So that costing issue is, is pretty significant. The federal government is very interested in funding licensed care options only, which cover about three out of 10 families that uh, in Ontario and, and Canada um, with children under the age six. So there's a lot of families that will do very well with this deal uh, if it's signed, but there's lots of families that will do without. What's happening in Nova Scotia is that uh, um, the federal government has, uh, has stated in the federal budget that they're interested in space expansion only in uh, not-for-profit and public uh, daycare settings. So those who are running daycares as a small business uh, are not able to access that money. But in Nova Scotia, those, those same uh, businesses often run by, uh, by female entrepreneurs are being encouraged to turn day-to-day operations of their business over to a yet-to-be-created uh, state-run uh, entity uh, for the fraction of the investment that they have in those businesses. So they're essentially between a rock and a hard place. Many of them have large bank loans taken out during the pandemic to, to stay afloat, or they've invested a lifetime investment into their businesses, and now they're faced with the prospect of, of, of losing a lot of that equity and giving up control, becoming a, an employee of a centrally run uh, system, or foregoing uh, the funding altogether, incurring the, the current funding that they receive. And uh, that means that uh, they'll have to charge their families more because they won't be getting the funding they get now, including those families that are low income and on subsidy. And that's really bad for the, the province as well in that uh, they lose those spaces as, as $10 a day spaces. And I think we're gonna see there and quite potentially other places as well is uh, a crunch when it comes to supply. When you highly subsidize something, you track people to it. And I don't think the supply is there to meet that demand. And so we could see significant wait lists. Uh, mm. that, a deal that's not very carefully crafted. 
Okay, so there's a lot of issues that need to be sorted out here, a lot of big and important issues. And speaking of that, just how important, just how big of a deal is this to get to $10 a day daycare uh, in place? I mean, could you talk to us a bit about that and just what the uh, ramifications of that is to finally have that in Ontario? Well, it's a big deal if you're using the type of care that the government is funding. It's not a big deal if you're using a, a home daycare setting that isn't going to be funded for uh, a non-licensed care or neighbor down the street or whether you have relatives taking it. So uh, my preference would be a deal that has maximum flexibility that would uh, sort of tackle the affordability issue by uh, putting the money in the hands of parents and allowing them to take it to the places that they want to, that they want to uh and the places that they need um, that meet their needs. So I do think there's a lot of issues to to be worked out. I think it's more equitable to put money in the hands of parents. Maybe that option is still on the table, and maybe uh, we can achieve ten dollar a day daycare by uh, by putting money in the hands of parents. But uh, we'll have to see what comes out of uh, the negotiations with the federal government. Mm-hmm. And considering all of the issues you pointed out here for us, Peter John. Are you surprised that Ontario is the lone holdout that all of the other uh, provinces, territories have uh, signed on? I am surprised to the degree that there are provinces that have um, quite a bit of their licensed sector provided by uh, for-profit uh, providers. And, uh, and Nova Scotia being the, being the, the prime case, uh, 60% of daycare centers there are for-profits, and they're going to have to make significant shifts and changes. And I, I think parents could be forgiven for thinking that $10 a day daycare means you get what you have now, but for a reduced price. What these agreements really do is change the nature of the province's relationship with providers. And in many cases, it's really changing the way that they operate their system, as in Nova Scotia. It's going to be creating a a separate entity to run day-to-day operations. These are significant changes, lots of uh, of opportunities for things to go poorly. Um, And many of these agreements uh, suggest uh, that there's a lot of information still to come, a lot of details still to be worked out. Okay, and obviously there's a lot of families, a lot of parents in Ontario anxious to see this come to fruition, get a deal done. Do we have any idea, any inkling whatsoever? I think there are some uh, reports that came out uh, late, late last night into this morning that said that the province and the federal government, they are close to some sort of deal. Do you know anything about that? My guess is as good as yours, Jeff. Um, what I'm reading, the, the same uh, same sources that you're reading, uh, sounds like negotiations are continuing this week, and then we'll see uh, if there's any announcements upcoming. All right. Peter John Mitchell with Cardis. Really appreciate the uh, perspective, your insight, and your time. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, I really appreciate being on, Jeff. Thanks. All right. My pleasure. And we'll take a break, and we're back. Stay with us. You're listening to The Jeff MacArthur Show. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. (laughs) For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.